Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the Body and the Beast podcast. Coming straight into your ears for the next few hours are your awesome hosts, Dan Meredith and Jamie Alderton. Hello, folks, and welcome to another episode of The Body and the Beast. I am your body, Jamie Alderton. And I'm your beast, Dan Meredith. Mr. Meredith. Mr. Alderton. Are you good? <laughs> yes. <laughs> Sorry, you threw me with that. Yeah, I'm very well. And how are you, Jamie? I am very well, thank you, mate. Very well. So, what are we indeed. doing today then? So, the last episode, we were talking about what to let go Chop. of. And that is getting rid of. But, of course, one thing that we alluded to in the last episode was what to add. Yes. So, what to add to have a productive year. You might be listening to this in 2022. You might be listening to this in 2023. You might be listening to this in Who 2029. Knows? Who knows? But the information that we want to share is going to be relevant regardless of when yeah, you listen we, to it. The last podcast was about creating the space, as in actually giving yourself the ability to add new things in. And we're going to talk about some things that we would add in, we are adding in, have added in, that have really added value to our life. So do you want to kick us off, Mr. Alderton? So what to focus on or add to your life in 2023? Dealer's choice. Dealer's choice. Okay, so... This can go as narrow or deep as possible, really. But I would say add something difficult daily to your life. Okay. Now, what I mean by that, and someone... <laughs> what I love about TikTok, by the way, is that there is always an individual who, regardless of how intelligent you say something or detailed you say something, they all come up with their own thing to basically say, fuck you. And I said... Uh, <laughs> One of my uh, TikToks was about training discipline and doing something that I don't want to do every single morning, which is do my ice bath. And he said, it's difficult for me not to eat pizza. So I've decided to eat pizza. And I said, well, this is the difference between an ice bath and pizza, because one is going to actually benefit your life if you do it daily in the morning. And one's not going to benefit your life if you do it daily in the morning. So it's choosing something that is difficult to do that is going to benefit your life if you do it every single day. Mm. So your choice of that can be a number of things. You don't have to do what I do and jump in an ice bath. But Being difficult, it can be getting 20, 30 minutes to yourself to sit and read focused. Yeah. That's difficult for some people. Me and you both, <laughs> our attention is, if you spend time around us, there's a lot of energy, but it's quite dynamic in yeah. our in and our brain. if you see before, before we click recording this podcast we're just like what are we talking about on this one and then we're, we're speaking to dan you know once again easy distracted i'm easy distracted talking to david our videographer once again we're looking same, at our very phones similar to looking us. at other things checking what's going on <laughs> trying it's to do everything so it's very hard to focus but if you get into the habit of doing that mm -hmm. difficult thing that's going to have a significant impact on your life over time. And it makes the rest, and it's, I will say if you can, if obviously, realistically, um, do it where you can. But I find if you start your day with the unpleasant thing, so for me, it is stretching and mobility. I don't like it. I've never liked it. It's just something that I've been starting my day with for a while now. It's getting better already. I know you're you know years ahead of me on that one, but if you start the day with the difficult thing, it makes the rest of the day a lot easier. 100%. One thing I want to add, which I think we can expand on to your life next year in 2023, is to add a mentor to your life. 
And I think this is so important. I'm going to talk about modeling and mentors. And when you're struggling with something, there'll be someone out there who has figured it out. I think it's super, super important. And, and it depends where you're on your journey. But I think sometimes it can be dangerous just to follow everything that everybody says mm. or sorry, everything that one person says. Because what happens, unfortunately, is people aren't perfect. So there'll be something that if you model that individual, you'll be able to achieve or get some of their positive attributes. But sometimes what you end up having is some of their negative attributes. And young, impressionable guys uh, tend to do this. They tend to model their mentors and take on everything. But if that person's incorrect on something or that, they, they just can't deal with that because it, they, they seem to think that, no, you're wrong, you're wrong. No, no, that person's wrong. He's your mentor, you're modeled by them. Just because that person's wrong on that particular subject doesn't mean you need to completely change your mentor or, or mm. you know, the person you're modeling. And I find this with young, impressionable people. They get very angry when someone challenges one of their idols. Yeah. Um, and find someone who, like, again, simple rule of thumb is, is to find someone who's living the life, has the business, doing what you want to do, looks how you want to do, has the life that you want to have, does the things that you would like to do, and try and find a way to invest in them. It might You might have to start off small, so it might be if you have little money, their free social media content, their podcasts, uh, you know, what they put out on their lives, then it might be the book or a course. But don't be afraid to also reach out to people. And I will say this, and it sounds... I've learned this myself. Free doesn't tend to move the needle at all. And you need to have some sort of skin in the game. Yeah. I'm a big fan of financial, but it can also be, you know, time and energy. You need to invest something in someone to get from it. So when you're starting out, it was my time and energy. I was reading their content, doing what they say. Now, I will say if there's someone you like and you've, you've invest, you know, saved some money, put some money aside, reach out to them, find a way to invest in them. So literally some of the best mentors I've worked with, including my current one, literally badgered them until they gave a price, found the money, and that obviously allowed me to get up to the next level. So definitely that's the thing to, and it's to a two, add in. And it's a two-way thing as well. You know, most people who are successful, they, well, nearly everyone I know loves helping other people become Agreed. successful. But also at the same time, what you've got to understand is that if that person is successful, they're very busy. So their mm -hmm. time is very, very precious to them. And the only way that you're going to get some of that time is if you cross their palm with silver. And that's yep. the reality of it. And one thing that really, I think we spoke about this in a previous uh, Body and the Beast, someone who wants your time and, you know, gets annoyed when they don't get it. A, a great example, I've had people message me going, hey, Jay, I love your stuff. Do you mind heading over to my Instagram profile, looking at my reels and feeding back what I could do to improve. Hmm. Uh, you don't even get response to that. It's just like, basically what you've said is like, can you take some of my time away from either people that are paying me money or the time that I'm spending with my family and kids to cater to you? So fuck <laughs> off in the nicest way possible. If you really value my opinion, pay for it mm -hmm. if it's... a you know, if you're able to, and if not, then... Consume the free stuff. Consume the free stuff. That's why we do this podcast. This podcast, happily, costs us both money. Yeah. It costs me, you know, time out from what I'm doing, plus travel, hotel, obviously for yourself, you know, you get David to do all the editing. You know, we both invest in a different way in this, but we do it because we know we didn't really have as many resources like this, and it's our way of giving back. You know, we try and give you the best advice possible. Follow it. Um, so, yeah. One thing that I'm going to say, add in, and it's probably because a lot of you become from Jay's world and the sort of fitness space where you're doing this, but is do something with your body. 
d move, d challenge. Your, you said do something hard. Obviously, in your case, it's your ice baths and stuff. And that hard thing might be exercise. But as someone who, again, not naturally fit, strong, athletic, flexible, this kind of stuff, having you know lost a lot of mobility and fitness when I had my surgery and stuff, use your body. Like seriously, again, again, yes, you might have injuries or certain mobility issues or whatever, but I will say move, do things. Your body was designed to move. It was not designed to sit behind a fucking chair and look at a screen all day. So 100%, I would say, add that in. And I've just, I'm going to bring back a phrase from one of my pr the previous parts of love is less time with the sadness rectangle. Okay. AKA your fucking phone. I will say the little screen, okay, and your phone, it should be a tool. It should be, you know, the first one of the things that um, I was taught by uh, a friend of mine, and I really like it, is the first screen of my um, phone is all stuff that benefits Dan. So it's things like simple, you know, simple things like, you know, it's got Google, it's got maps and all that kind of stuff. But it's also got my reading apps, my podcasting app, my notes apps. All the work stuff is on the second screen. I have to swipe across and I program my phone to benefit me. My phone does not dictate what I do. And the less time I'm spent with that phone and I'm being present with people, I'm doing things, I'm going outside into nature. I am experiencing fucking life with another human being, not through a fucking rectangle in my hand, the happier I am. Now, it's not shitting on, obviously, what we do, because we do use social media for work, but we use it strategically. We go on, we do our thing, we chat to you, we interact, we go back. So there's two from me. Move your body, do some stuff, challenge your body systems, get it to do stuff, and step away from the sadness rectangle a bit more often. Less phone, more humans. Yeah, and I'll add to that, create more than you can, can uh, create more than you consume. Mm. Something I say to a lot of my clients uh, is I talk about the, the internet's 99-1 principle. And what that basically means is it's a triangle. 90% of that triangle are, I think, what, they, what do they call them? Uh, I was going to call them lurchers or leeches, but they're not. Lurkers? They're, lurkers. That's lurkers, Nine, yeah. There we go. 90% of the internet is lurkers. They don't contribute anything to it. They consume. And mm -hmm. that's all they do. They All they do is consume. You might get a double tap. You might get the old comment. Mm -hmm. They're consumers. 90%. 9% are what's called intermittent contributors. Mm -hmm. So they're the people who do one or two posts, maybe a week, maybe just, you know, casually do stuff. 1% are creators. They're the people who turn up every day. They're the people who are writing every day. They're the people who the 90% are consuming mm -hmm. most of the day. Which one of those categories are you currently? And understand that just going from that 90% to 9% will have a significant impact in your life. Most businesses or small businesses or, or whatever are normally in that 9%. And in order to become a bit more successful than what you're doing, you need to be in that 1%. You need mm. to be looking at yourself as a creator, looking at turning up every day and being proactive instead of reactive. You know, a lot of people pick up their phone in the morning to have a scroll mm. instead of like me, I pick up in the morning to put content on there. Mm. And that is the difference between yeah. uh, the 90% and the 1%. So create more than you consume. Uh, next year, the things that I would uh, focus on um, hmm, there's so many things, like, as you said, uh, do something with your body. I would say also, you know, we, we spoke about hobbies, do something with your body and your brain and your mm -hmm. business. I would, and I think we spoke about this on a pre previous episode, find something to do outside each week, something that gets you outside. 
yeah. in nature. Okay, it could be a number of things. It could be walking. It could be, yeah, I don't know. Do you know what? I can, I'm going to make but... it. I'm going to make it even easier. Just yeah, that's that might be harder for some people, especially if you're more city based. But even if it's not nature, just go walk more often. I have to be honest with you. The benefits of walking. I, I have a where I live on the river. There's this. It's, it's about forty-five minute, and it's just known to those who talk to me. It's the loop, and they'll say, "Where are you on the loop?" And there's like a few marker points where you know it lets you like half quarter, three quarters done. Okay, I do the loop twice every day, whether it's pissing it down with rain, whether I want to, whether it's I also get really hot really easy. Sometimes it's like pain in the ass going out in the heat. Summer it was exhausting for me. Um, exhausted, shut up, you tosser. Um, it was uncomfortable. There we yeah. go. But I do it every day. The more I walk, genuinely the happier I am. I'm There's obviously the added benefits of, you know, it's good for your health. Obviously, you can, you know, always get the steps in. It helps burn a few extra pounds of fat if you're kind of focusing on that thing. But and I'm going to say this. One of my favorite things to do is raw dogging. What the fuck is raw dogging? Walks now. Raw dog is technically unprotected sex, but that's what it's known as. <laughs> but I'm saying it because Jamie's such a sweet guy. But what I'm saying here is is raw dogging the real world. Okay, so go out unprotected. And what I mean by that is, I used to. So I still go. For, I love a walk with some music. So I like listening to music. I often walk and talk. I know you do as well. But sometimes I just walk and I just experience life. I listen to the wind, the birds, other conversations, you know, the water, and just not being distracted just going for a walk and letting my thoughts be as they may. So raw dogging in nature, <laughs> it's, it's, but walking, like seriously, get outside, just go for a walk. Yeah, 100%. What to focus on, because, you know, we're coming the last episode and said, you know, taking things away and adding things. And a lot of these positive things are adding are, are taking action on things, which you kind of know you need to do. And, and unfortunately, the unfortunate thing with a lot of this is that people always say new year, new me. And I always find it difficult because January in the UK is the fucking worst time in the January world. January is the time where you, you should uh, eat the good food and drink. Yeah, and, uh, it's, it's I hate month. it. Honestly, like the, it's cold, it's dark, it's miserable. You know, it's not setting yourself up to win January, especially for new habits, Don't which are difficult. Don't make it worse for yourself. Yeah. So I think I'm going to add about pacing yourself. Yeah. You know, I would like, for example, if we're looking at 2023 as a workout, the most important thing to do before you get an intense workout going is to warm up. Mm -hmm. And January should be spent stretching and mobilizing january should be the foreplay <laughs> january should be the trip to the gym before you even stretch because it is you know the reason that so many people fail in january is because they've just created an environment that's just so difficult for yeah. them to get into suddenly habit. it's like realistically i think we all know that you can google the various percentages but with the best one in the world you can say right i'm going to get up before work and i'm going to go for a run and yeah. you know what day one you will yeah day two you might then there'll be, maybe you'll get a week in, maybe. Yeah. But then one day you'll wake up feeling like, shit, fuck this, I'm not doing it. And then that's like gone. This is also understanding what's called Pavlovian conditioning. And and I'll explain what the, what it is. There's this uh, study, it was called Pavlov, Pavlov's dog. And what they used to do is they used to blow a whistle and give a dog a treat. So what happened over time is every time he blew that whistle, the dog associated it with a treat. 
until they got to a stage where they didn't give the treat, they just blew the whistle mm -hmm. and the dog started to salivate because he knew what was coming, but they didn't get the treat. Now, fast forward to this, okay? The gym as a habit is fucking hard to start doing. So what you're gonna do is associate all the habits of going to the gym. So if you're going to the gym early in the morning in January, you're gonna go in probably a cold house, get your fucking clothes on, in the dark, go to this, this building that you fucking hate and it's raining and everything associated around this thing is not going to be kind of positive. And that is why it's a lot more difficult. If you went in, you know, the summer and this is the hardest mm -hmm. thing about going in the summer because in the summer, the last thing I want to yeah. do is go to the gym because the beer garden's open. Yeah. <laughs> so it's once again, but it's probably the best because then you're going to associate good weather. So what do you suggest people do in that situation then? What I suggest people do is firstly, like when it comes to setting up a new habit as well, is just notice these things, but mm -hmm. also it comes down to those commitment. Yeah. You know, when I first, you know, you're looking at me doing ice baths now and all of this kind of stuff, it all started back many years ago, watching some random dude have a sea dip in October, thinking he's not going to go in there. And then I decided that I wanted to commit to doing sea dips, but they were a bit too extreme for me at first. So I'm going to do a cold shower. Now, it's a very hard thing to do a cold shower because it's horrible. So I had to make a commitment to doing it. And goes back to that Les Brown quote, commitment is doing the thing you said you'd do long after the mood in which you yeah. said it's passed. So I couldn't rely on motivation to get that. I needed to challenge myself for 30 days to do that. And actually I hated all of it. But one thing after like day 15 and 16 is I realized that my body was progressing with it. it the, it's not as bad was, after a little while, no, is it? it wasn't as cold. And I find this as well. I, I, I've been doing my ice bath, which is normally about three or four degrees. Mm. And I've been doing that for the last three weeks. And then I, I did a sea dip. And the sea is about 11, 12. Mm. So to me, in a comparison, it was like... Well, your body's definitely bad. adapting because I've obviously watched you do that and you've gone from having nothing and your knob's back to normal size now when you get out of the water. <laughs> I, I make it weird. Oh, I screenshot Jamie's stories and send are, them back to him. You are very, very strange. So I would say that any kind of new thing, you need to make a commitment. And it's not just a commitment to yourself, it's a commitment to other people. Accountability is so important. Mm. And I think this is one thing that you need to do next year is to hold yourself more accountable. And one of the main reasons for this is that we will time and time again, we will let ourselves down. But one thing that we hate doing is letting other people down. Mm. And I've done this for many, many years. I remember I actually did a presentation of this and I shared a post for the 27th of August, 2011. I had a little blog called askjfitness.com. No way. And I used to share my workouts on there. And the thing is, is when I couldn't be asked to go to the gym, I would write the workout, like today's quad session it was called, and it was a horrible session, but then I'd write the workout, I'd post it on my blog, I'd put it on Facebook, and then I would go and do the workout because I knew that I had about 5,000 followers on Facebook at the time, and I knew about 10 people from the gym who followed me uh, and right. trained at the same time that I did, so I know that they might have skimmed across that blog and read it. So if I wasn't doing the workout that I said today's quad workout was, they'd realize I'm full of shit. And I, of course, hold myself accountable to that. And I'd rather have them say, he's doing that fucking workout that we've just read. Yeah. So even though that all that is probably in my head, all of that probably didn't exist. What it enabled me to do 
is do the fucking workout. Mate. Because I'd created some environment of holding myself accountable to do the work. Well, same way as comes to you. Now, listen, I'm not going to name the train provider, but there is a train. I will. No, <laughs> that I have to get. And it fills me. Now, bear in mind, look, we're in a Western world. It's not that bad, but they are the shittest train provider. I have a nice train that brings me into London. Then I have to get on this little fucking sadness wagon. And I, every time I get to London and I'm like, fuck it, I'm just going to cancel this or I'm going to get an Uber. I'm that, because I dread it. They are that, horrible. They're awful fucking trains. And they just cancel, like... Yeah, oh, they, they, whimsically, fuck it, you're not going where you want to go to Yeah, they today. just stop, like... Six but stops and then just go, yeah. We have the studio organised. Jamie and David have everything set up. You know, if we don't do it, then the podcast doesn't go out a few weeks later down the line. I have to do what I said I would do. So it's also as well as, you know, we've spoke about doing things that make you happy, bring you joy. But just next year is, uh, do you know what I will say is, in, in regards to this, Slow down when you're decision making. I'm going to loop it back to this in a second. So don't just say yes to things without thinking things through. So one of the things I say is like, yeah, do you know what? Give me 24 hours. I often sleep on things mm. now because in my enthusiasm, I say, yep, yeah, I'll do that. Let's do this. And then I'm like, next day, I'm like, ah, oh, for fuck's sake, you've got to do it. And I will do it because I've said I would. So I've slowed down my decision making process. It's not a yes or no straight away. It's generally like, let me get back to you on that. I'm just going to check when I'm available, what I can do. And honestly, by slowing down, I've done less dumb shit. And therefore, the things that I do do, I'm going to make sure they get done, if that makes sense. Yeah. And I love what you said there about the studio and everything else like that. There'll be something there that you want to do, that you want to make as easy as possible. I'll give you some great examples, which I've given before. When I got into the C-dips, they are difficult to do because the weather changes every day. And that's what makes C-dips so difficult because every dip is different. And some days are easier than others. When it's windy, when it's rain, when it's high tide, mm -hmm. sometimes it's a lot more difficult. So what I used to go, what I used to do every evening is go to sleep in my swim shorts because on the days that I didn't want to do it, I'd ask myself, well, why have you got your swim shorts on? It's setting yourself up to win. If you want to shoot more content, and someone said to me, like, I'm thinking of getting a studio to do my podcast in, but it's a lot of money. And I said, well, if you want to guarantee your podcast success, you'll invest money the money in the studio. If you want to do more content in your house, then buy an expensive tripod, buy a camera, buy lighting, and set up a corner in your house and keep it there. And the reason being is, one, it's easy to just sit down and shoot the content. And two, why the fuck have you spent all that money and set it up if to you're not, not going to do that content? And it's, it goes back to the, the videography, videographer thing. My first employee was a videographer because I realized that I need to get good at this thing. And the only way that I'm going to get good at this thing and hold myself accountable mm -hmm. is put skin in the game. Yep. So someone knocks on my door at 9 a.m. with a camera going, what the fuck are we doing? Yep. I've got no other choice but to make content. That's good. I mean, the slowing down thing is, oh, you just inspired me on someone else. The slowing down actually allows you to set yourself up for success more. So, for example, let's just say, look, I've spoken a few times. I've obviously dropped a bunch of weight, really happy, still enjoying that journey, and I'm having fun with it now. But I slow, so my end result was to be a certain, you know, waist size, weight, leanness, etc. Um, but I needed to make sure, you know, to be able to consistently do that. So I set, so I slowed down. So I thought, what do I need to make sure that happens? So I joined gyms that were literally, I had a, I, I had a home gym set from the pandemic. And then I joined a local gym, which was not as good, but it was like, literally, I could still do most. And then a cool big gym with loads of cool shit in there, which is about 15, 20 minute walk away. So I guarantee I had facilities to do it. First of all, then I just didn't have anything unhealthy in my house. I just had meal prep and I sit and all the healthy shit and to go and get a snack 
it takes me 30 minutes to walk to the nearest thing and I will be having a convert. And if I've walked that 30 minutes and I'm still, I'm like, fuck it, I'll have the biscuits or whatever. But realistically, I'm stacking the decks in my favor. Instead of just thinking, I'm going to try and do everything all at once, slow down. What do I need in place? What tech do I need? What support do I need? Whose help do I need? What things do I need in the house? What things do I need on my phone? Whatever. Doesn't matter. But slowing down to stack the decks in your favor was one of the most useful things that I've done in the last few years. Not trying to get that end result, just think, right, what do I need in place to not guarantee, but shift the probability of success in my favor, just like your videographer. Yeah, and, and it's so important that, I think James Clear talks about this in Atomic Habits, make good habits easy to do and make bad habits difficult to do. Yeah. And I think that's so important about setting yourself up to win because there are things in your life which, like for example, I guarantee there is a, that you have a trigger food. There is a food in your house or the food which you have, which you can't just eat one. Yeah. You can't actually have in the house. I've only got one. What's yours? It's these, these, these sweets called fizzers. I know. You can only get them in home base. And actually, they've got them in, in one of these Iceland, you know, the, like the mega Iceland, yeah, yeah, the yeah. wholesale. They've got them in kilo tubs. And what they are is they're licorice with, um, with like sherbet in the middle. Yeah. And they're kind of welded I remember, with the yeah, shell. I do remember, yeah. Okay, they that. are like crack cocaine for me because you get a whole pack of about six and six of about 380 calories. It's quite a bit, but I can't just have two. I have to eat the whole fucking Mate. packet. So... I can't, that is have something. Them in. There's no point having, the same as me with Fox's rounds. There's yeah. these double dip chocolate. There's, there's no fucking version of me in the multiverse, if there is a thing, that just has one fucking biscuit. Exactly. I'm sit, I, I, I even lie to myself and say, you can have a couple, and then I sit down and I'm like, no, you're fucking not, and I just enjoy it for yeah. what it is. But yeah, that whole setting, the, setting yourself up for success or failure. Yeah, and so for me, it's either reduce something down, and yeah. if it can't be reduced, remove it completely. So there's that. And of course, another thing, um, is I used to have a, a Brewdog subscription. Yep. And you get six cans a month of random ones. Mm -hmm. And for some reason, I don't know, it's, it's as if the, the, the beer gods were talking. It'd be like, right, this weekend, I'm not having a beer. Mm. And then I'll get an email the minute I say that to myself, say your Brewdog subscription's arrived. I'm like, motherfucker. But the trouble that I have is if there's cold beers in the fridge, you will drink them. I will drink them. So either I put them in a cupboard or do not put them in the fridge. Yeah. That was one of the things. And the beautiful thing that happened is that when I got back from my holiday this year, I was like, right, I need to sort stop fucking drinking. What Brewdog once again gave me another sign. They sent us an email saying they're cancelling their Brewdog subscription because yeah. it's probably not financially viable for them. And I'm just like, thank you. That yeah. is a message to say stop fucking drinking. So reduce or remove. If there's something next year you can't reduce down, you need to remove it completely. And I've got one... I'm going to end my bit with a very me section. But I've mentioned these kind of things before, and it's pretty simple. Two Fs. More fun, more fucking. I'm sorry. They, they can be, obviously, the same thing. But quite frankly, life can be tough at times, okay? And you need to have fun. You've got to find the fun somewhere. Do things that make you laugh, that make you smile, that you enjoy, that you do just because they put a big fucking grin on your face. And you know what? Fuck more often. It's fucking great. It's good for you. We're all grown-ups probably who's listening to this. Unfortunately, one of my friend's little boys who's 13 listens to this, so 
Mate. Don't be a fool. Wrap your tool. Thank you, Jamie. But seriously, more fun and more fucking. Like, seriously, more, more of those in your life next year. You're going to fucking feel good. So that's my closing statement for what to add in to your life. There you go. There's some fucking value for you. I'll add more fran- friends and more family as well. I mean, all right. Okay. <laughs> we, okay. Now you make me just sound like a dirtbag. But yeah, do you know what? All of those you've four already, Fs. You've already signaled about the yeah, dirt bag status so there we go. fuck it <laughs> so on, on that bombshell ladies and gents I really hope you enjoyed this episode and if you did please send us a DM and let us know please share this on your story so we can see it the feedback that we've been getting has been phenomenal we really and we love doing it we, yeah. thank you for listening yeah, we, we, we genuinely we it, it's it, this podcast came off of me and you talking and just yeah. talking as friends saying we should probably record this quite useful stuff and the fact that so many of you are downloading this and commenting and sharing and taking you on your journeys to work and listening yeah. to the gym means a lot thank you and also we're here to we are here to stay you know we are me and dan always have conversations about keeping on top of our weekly episodes making sure we're batching stuff planning the next yeah we're always the ahead next of session we are always ahead and you know our focus is for the continual growth of this so the more that you listen the more that you share you know the more people are going to listen to this and you know we genuinely genuinely enjoy this so ladies and gents really hope you enjoyed this episode i have been your body jamie alderton and i've been your beast dan meredith take care